fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? Ali, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dump. All right, folks, here it is, week four. Champ and the Chump, fantasy dump. How we doing? Quarantined again. Commish, Tommy B, how we doing over there? Feeling good, feeling good, you know, getting my steps in. Ooh, yeah, you're 30 now. How's the new 30? You look good, bud. Getting the steps in. Quarantine's got you right. Oh, it's just what I needed, you know. Give me nice, stay inside all day, get outside, get a walk in. It's nice. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so this is episode four. We're going to be going over the north. What is that, uh, John Snow? Oh, yeah, John Snow, king of the north. King of the North. All right, we're going to break down AFC and NFC North divisions this week. We're going to go over each team, any fantasy players on each team that's worth a damn. And there's a lot of juice in the North this year. Golly! It's juicy. We're going to be talking a lot. It's juice. Let's get to it, man. I've been doing some mock drafts. I'm degenerate. There's nothing else for me to do. Mock drafts, I set up Fantasy Pros, premium package, you know, spent the big bucks. I'm not liking my team so far, you know, honestly. I'm hoping for this this NFL draft to kick it into gear, make people reach a little bit more. But the people I'm receiving, I don't know. I'm, I'm questioning. A lot of questionable cats. How about you over there? You done any mocks? I've got a couple in. Just did one here about 10 minutes ago. Didn't like it too much, but, you know, that's... I have a third and fifth round pick in our main league, so I've been trying to Ooh. trying to do mocks without those picks, and it's tough, man. The team's not looking too hot. Damn, a third and a fifth. That's what I mean. That's the price you pay to be a three time champ, though, man. A third and a fifth isn't bad. I mean, we had people who haven't who are not going to start till the eighth round picking. Oh yeah, I'd do it again, ninety nine times out of a hundred. <laughs> Oh, man, like we said before, folks, we got a bunch of dum-dums in our league, but it makes it fun. It makes it fun. A lot of Joe Exotics. Back on that Tiger King, huh? You know, there's another episode that hopefully is coming out soon. Oh, really? Maybe I'll have to finish that up there. I think I'm only like two episodes in. Yeah, you might as well just binge it. It's fun. It's fun. You know, it's like where we're from, we got a couple of people in this league that are from the small village that's like a subset of where we're from. So it's like the normal people, then people from a village come to our school back in the day growing up together. That village, the people from that village, the people in our league, they remind me of these these big cat owners. I think they're going to appreciate that you called it the right term, a village. Yeah, village, yeah. And it, I'm pretty sure it takes the whole village to raise at least one decent person out there. I still haven't seen one yet. So hopefully within the next couple decades, they'll finally get someone that's worth talking about coming from that village. Keep those fingers crossed for them. Yeah, got to. Got to. Anyways, let's get back into it. We're, in, we're, we're getting too deep into our own business. Let's get right into that ASC North Division. 
Tommy B, let's start with the flash in the pan, in my opinion, the Ravens. You got Lamar Jackson, the human joystick. You got Harbaugh as the coach. What do you think of the Ravens going to be this year? Same as last year, man. They're going to compete for that top spot in the AFC. Uh, they didn't really lose too much on offense. They lost the right guard, Yanda, to retirement. That might hurt him a little bit, but he's one of the five guys up there. I'm sure they got a nice replacement coming in. And then they added some guys to their defense. They picked up Calais Campbell. It's a nice addition to the D-line. Picked up a few other guys. So I think they're going to be right back there at the top of the AFC. Yeah, I'm right there with you on them. I I, I joke about having a hard ball, but the the guy can coach. Um, he's the, he's I the think better the, hard ball for sure. Oh, without a doubt. And w- what I like about excuse me, this team is Mark Ingram. Maybe not for fantasy-wise, but just for overall team aspect. That dude is a glue, man. He was in there last year, you know. He was like the locker room cat, man. He's And he's a hell of a, play, hell of a player. So, I, I like this team coming out of this division as well. Do you take Lamar Jackson in the second round where I'm seeing him getting taken in all my drafts? Uh, personally, I don't. Just, I mean, I like to wait on that quarterback, get him later. But it's hard to pass him up sometimes. You know, you're sitting there at your pick and the clock's ticking. And you don't really like those running backs, those receivers. And kind of early for a tight end. Maybe you'll get Kelsey to slip to you. But yeah, it's hard to pass him up. He was putting up almost 25, 30, sometimes 40 points a game. So it's tough to pass him. But myself, I just can't do it that early. But I couldn't blame someone if they did it. If you're in love with them, you think he's going to do what he did last year, might as well go get him. Really? I mean, I, I'm right there with you. I think he's going to have a regression. I mean, what's a regression going to be? I have no clue. It's almost like he came out of nowhere having just a monster uh, season. He won you the lead last year. So I can see why you would take him again. But what you did you get him in the 12th round? Ooh, I think he was like 14th or 15th round I got him. Oh, motherfucker. Andrew, Andrew Luck before him, so... Yeah, so you right off the bat had a, a, a shit stick, in my opinion, losing luck. Like, fuck, that was my main hitter. And all of a sudden, Lamar Jackson comes out and starts just balling out. This is how fucking lucky you get every single year. Like, every single year. And, I, you know, you can't get lucky all the time. Motherfucker, you got lucky that last year. And you know it. And you have that little... I know I can see it. I'm, I know we're not even videotape. I can see a little smirk right now. Had that little smirk on your face, that 30-year-old smirk. Like, you know you got lucky with this bullshit-ass Lamar Jackson just coming out of nowhere, which is all right. I'm not mad about it, as you can tell. I'm fine. I'm, I'm over it. I don't think he's going to be shit this year. You go ahead. Take him whatever you want. He's going to be a top-10 quarterback, but I like Kyler Murray over him this year as the value pick. Okay, as the value pick. I was about to say, that's a bold prediction right there. I mean, you're going to put all your baskets in, in Lamar. I'm going to go after the guy that was going to be the new Lamar. I, I mean, more weapons. I think they have to do something in the draft to get more weapons on the outside because Hollywood Brown is a 5-9 burner who had a great rookie year. Don't get it twisted. I don't like drafting rookie uh, wide receivers because it takes them a while to get used to it, but he balled out the Mark Andrews. Balled out. I don't know anybody else vertically that is worth talking about on their team right now. Do you? I don't. I'm looking. I saw the. I'm. They're looking at the roster. And I'm not seeing anybody that's like 
blows me away. Uh, Miles Boykin was going to be a guy. Willie Sneed, who's been around. I don't see anybody worth picking up besides Marquise Brown right now. Um, I as a wide receiver. So I'm thinking they're gonna do something in the draft. I have no clue though. What about what'd you think? I'm uh, the same way. I think they gotta add a big wide receiver on the outside. Um, the draft Miles Boykins last year with Hollywood, and he's six four, but he didn't really get much playing time last year. Um, no, some injuries and just wasn't making the depth chart. I mean, if you can't beat out Willie Sneed and who's a Seth Roberts was the other guy, uh, you're, you're not yeah. doing something right there. So I think they gotta add to the wide receiver core. They lost Hayden Hurst, one of their tight ends. I think that would be beneficial to Andrews, get him on the some more targets, get him on the playing field a little more. Because he didn't, he wasn't really a full-time player last year. He was just their full-time uh, pass-catching tight end scene. So yeah, yeah. Well, I I traded him away for a guy with a broken leg like week four. So I I, I week three I think. But I yeah, he's gonna be a stud. Yeah, I like Andrews. I think he's gonna be. I mean, he's probably on that. Tight end three, tight end four behind uh, Kelsey and Kittle. Depends on how you feel yeah. about Ertz and the Goddard situation. If you want to put uh, Andrews three or four. But, yeah, get him some more tick, get him some more targets. And then, yeah, I think they just need, like, a, a red zone threat type of receiver. Someone that Lamar can get the ball to in the red zone. Because, man, he had yeah. 36 passing touchdowns last year. I don't know if he's necessarily going to be able to repeat that. He did a seven rushing, which I think he can repeat easily. But the 37, I mean, there's so many games. What was it? It was five games of four more touchdowns. So that's that's tough to do this time in the NFL. So we'll see if he can keep That's going. what I'm saying. Like, is he good? Yeah, can he do it? I mean, the the North division is full of just, I mean, defense. I mean, it's like the, what do they call it? The, the, the Rust Belt uh, teams where, you know, blue collar, smash it up the middle, 36 zone, 34 zone. You know, I I don't see him scoring that many again, but this is gonna be the new type of quarterback you're gonna be drafting in the in your draft, I think. I think the Kyler Murray's, even the Russell Wilson, where you are gonna get and Josh Allen, you're gonna get some rushing touchdowns that is gonna be huge for cause your passing game's not always gonna be there. He's not gonna have always have the four touchdown passes. But on those goal line or those uh, red zone threats. If he's if there's gonna be a, a naked bootleg, uh, and and your quarterback can run or a bootleg in general, that's I mean another rushing touchdown in the red zone. Fuck, give me that all day over a, a shit ass fullback dive, man. Yeah, I'm right there with you. He had uh, five games over 100 yards. Lamar did rushing only. So I mean, if you got bonus points in your league for 100 yards rushing, I mean just just 100 yards by itself is extra 10 points. Throw a touchdown yep. in there, you got 16 extra points just from rushing that, you know, Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers, they're not going to get you because they can't run like them. Speaking of rushing, what about their their running back situation? It was a – I mean, Mark Ingram was their one, but it was more of an RBC than anything. Um, I don't I don't know if I like any of them. I mean, is Justice Hill going to take over Gus Head? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that backfield situation – if Mark Ingram is your fourth running back drafted, you know, third or fourth running back drafted, you, I think, are in a good position. But I wouldn't draft him any higher. Yeah, I mean, if you can get him that as your third or fourth, that'd be great. But he's RB17. In I got heli picks this year. Come on, Mitch. I got crazy amount of picks. I can pick who I want, when I want, man. I'm not lying, man. RB17 right now, I feel like, I don't know, if Justice Hill comes on, 
takes those because Ingram only had 26 catches last year. All his points came from those 15 touchdowns. Man, that's a lot of touchdowns to get back as a running back. So, Justice Hill, Gus the Bust, he might come in and take some. Yeah, I think Mark's at RB17 might be a little high for me right now. But I, I would agree if I can get him as my third, fourth running back, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy as hell with that. Their team, I mean, it's good. It's going to be good. Um, I think the main hitter on this, like you said before, their best besides Lamar is going to be a, a Mark Andrews breakout year again. I think he's the, he's the guy to look for when you need a tight end because there's only, there's only a few tight ends, like you said. There's about five or six that are even worth talking about that are legitimate, could win you a week type uh, players, and I think he fits the bill. Yeah, 100%. He's just he's been pretty consistent last year, so that's what you want from the tight end position. You want to get those you know, 8 to 12 points and then throw a touchdown in there, you're up in the 15-point range. That's what you want to see out of the top tight ends every week. Yes, sir. All right, we get. Let's get off the Ravens, man. Lamar Jackson, you a stud. I'm talking shit. I don't think you're worth what you're going for, but it's all good. You, you know, you'll have a great year. I'm, I'm just not going to draft you. Some other dummy will. Um, let's go to. Let's go to him because we need to. The roster's trash, but let's go. They got the first pick in the in the NFL draft this year. Hopefully, going to get uh, Joe Burrows. But let's go to Cincinnati Bengals. What is your take on this bum-ass team? You said it, bum-ass team right there. I mean, the, just the roster up and down is not – they got Mixon, A.J. Green, if he plays this year, supposedly he's 100% healthy, but that's what they said like every week last year and he never played a snap. They got Tyler Boyd, but that's like the end of the list. I mean, you got Joe Burrow lately yeah. coming in. Looked great last year in college. I mean – Great accuracy. He's got a good arm. But it's so hard to trust a rookie quarterback-led team, especially one that's not really ready to win right now. They're still kind of in rebuilding mode. So I'm not expecting That's what I don't get. Yep. Yep. I don't – if they keep Andy Dalton on their roster, you got to just – you got to start Andy Dalton, which is weird. Like, if I'm Andy Dalton, like, yo, trade me now. I don't want to be the stepping stone. I think I still have stuff in the tank. I don't want to be the stepping stone for – your number one draft pick. But they're if they throw Burroughs out there, their team is trash. Their best weapon is a 31, 30-year-old wide receiver, A.J. Green, who's been injured all last year and who's been kind of injury-prone his entire career. Um, John Ross, who was injured, had showed some glimpses. Tyler Boyd got paid last year. So he's, I mean, the fantasy guys, experts, air quotes, uh, they love Mixon. I I don't like anybody on a, this shitty of a team. And they might maybe maybe they'll surprise me, but I'm I'm picking somebody that with you know a lot more offensive possessions, a lot more uh, firepower than Joe Mixon. If they're if it comes down to Joe Mixon or let's say like uh, uh, Miles Sanders or or something with like a predominant good. Uh, offense and good quarterback. I'm fucking taking uh, Sanders over Mixon all day. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to have a good running back on a bad team in fantasy. I mean, he's got – Joe Mixon's got all the talent. He's shown he can run. He's shown he can catch. He can score. He's just not on a great offense right now. Still rebuilding a little bit. See if Burrow's the answer. Uh, I like 
I like Mixon's skill set, but yeah, man, it's just tough when he's not going to score a lot of touchdowns. He could probably get back to the thousand yard season rushing, but it's just not going to look pretty doing it. No, it's it's trash. Do I mean I'm I'm if Andy Dalton's their starting quarterback, I'm taking AJ Green, and he'll be there in the tenth round, ninth round. I'm picking his ass up and just play him as my wide receiver five. Oh yeah, I I drafted AJ Green our league last year. This is like my little good luck charm, you know. He's on my roster all year and never <laughs> never played him once because he never played. But yeah, I mean, yeah, turning 31 years old now seems like when receivers turn 30, that's kind of their downslope. So we'll see if he can come back from these last last two three years. Now he's been injured, hasn't been able to finish the season. So we'll see if he can. If he can get out there, it might open up some things for Mixon, but I don't think it's going to be enough with a rookie quarterback or even Andy Dalton in there. I mean, Andy Dalton doesn't really allow you to open the playbook too much. No, and the coach didn't – he seemed a lot – I don't like the, the hire of the coach anyways. Uh, Zach Thomas, I think his name Zach is, or Taylor. something like that. Yeah, Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Uh, I – there's nothing to talk about. I, I mean, maybe Joe get JoJo Mixon if he's there for your running back. I mean, people he's going running back too. So, uh, if people like him, take him. I'm staying away from everybody in Cincinnati unless AJ Green's, f- you know, falling, and I'll pick him up as you know a, a shoe in for like a, a flex player. I don't. This team is just horrible. Yeah, there's not much to go on here. Tally Boyd a little bit, but I don't. He's consistent, but again, it's like. Man, he's boring as fuck, man. He's, all these guys are just boring. I want my team to have fun. I want to be having a blast watching my team perform. And if it's like a boring 80 yards and, you know, eight catches, I mean, cool. But, like, dude, like, get the fuck out of here, man. I, I, I want some fireworks, man. Yeah, you ain't going to see him on the red zone. Man. If you're not going to see him on red zone, nope. they're not worth being on your team, right? And you ain't scoring touchdowns, no. Yeah. And my touchdown getter, Auden Tate, ain't going to get in now because A.J. Green's there. So, it's like, whatever. Yeah. And John Ross. Yeah. they got. I mean, they got four receivers that could see some tick. That's a lot to, for a rookie quarterback to support. If they weren't in Cincinnati, I'd be more pumped for them. Like, that is a nice little lineup with Boyd, Ross, Tate, and A.J. Green holding it down. But, uh, fuck, I don't know. I just Cincinnati. Who, who gives a shit? You know, we coming from Cincinnati to get, you know, who gives a shit to, they think they're in LA, I think. They think they're like in like a big, one of our, one of our uh, people in in our big money, big draft, big league, uh, went to college out here and he thinks it's like the big hustle, he thinks it's Las Vegas, he thinks it's the, you know, the LA, LA mean streets, it's since, it's, we went from Cincinnati to, to sea level. Cleveland, I mean, trash shitty to another trash shitty. Who do they think they are? You got Bake Show there thinking he's the shit. Odell's, you know, in every fashion magazine, got some style. Don't give it, don't get it twisted. But I mean, any, again, there's rule number three. Let's hear it. I'm gonna put it down right Let's now. It. Rule number three. Rule number three. If you have frosted tips, hair. Highlighted, you're not on my squad, bro. Okay. Dude, you you got Backstreet Boys hairstyle, Odell Beckham looking like the sixth member of Backstreet Boys. I'm out. You're out of my team, man. You're not. I'm not drafting you. 
I'm not drafting anybody with frosted tips. Mark it. Put it down. Rule number three. Frosted tips, you're not on the roster. That's a tough one to go off of, man. Well, if they change midseason, are you cutting them or are you trading them? I'll definitely trade them. You're trading, yeah. I really got to look at everybody's headshots, too, before I draft. Now I made that rule. That's true. You got to keep track of that. Yikes. I might have spoke too soon. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Yeah, if you got frosted tips, you got highlighted hair, bro, you out. You're off. I'm Like, if Clay Matthews was a wide receiver, I don't even know if he's real blind, so you're off my team too. Like, I'm not picking you ass, your ass up either because I can't trust if that's real blind or not. Is, if you're painting your hair, you're not on my roster, bro. So, is Christian McCaffrey blind or – yeah, he's 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 real blind. So he's, he's I looked it up. Yeah, yeah, I looked that one up. Made sure of it before I made that yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah, I mean you had to. I, I mean I had to make proper precautions. But all jokes aside, Odell's getting older. Jarvis Landry just had a hip procedure. Uh, Kareem Hunt still on their team. Nick Chubb means it's a crowded backfield. Bake Show is Bake Show. Hooper got paid. Nujoku's still on the team. All these weapons, one ball, I don't know who's going to go off every week. It's a hard team to put all your your put all your put money into. I would agree. I mean, they picked up Stefanski, got rid of Freddie Kitchens. Thank God. He just – Kitchens didn't look like he was ready to be a head coach. Just looked like the game was moving too fast. Didn't really know what was going on out there, coach management-wise. Just some bad play calls here and there. I remember, I think it was like a fourth and 10 or fourth and 12 or something. He just ran like a running back draw. It's just shaking my head a lot at Freddie Kitchens last year. So I'm glad they brought in Stefanski from Minnesota, replace him. I think their offense is kind of almost a little similar to what Minnesota had. I mean, they had a solid quarterback, two stud wide receivers, and a couple stud running backs. So we'll see if he can do what he was doing in Minnesota. Their offense wasn't too bad. Just got to get Baker some time. And they picked up Jack Conklin at right tackles. So that should help Baker get some more time in the backfield. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they're te- they're looking at their roster. It's stacked offensively, um, defense. They, I mean, they got some some hitters as well. I I like their team. I like I like if you need a quarterback and you haven't got a quarterback and you just filled up your roster with studs and you needed everybody's picking. You know, the Kyler Murrays, the Lamar Jacksons, the the Patty Mahomes. If you're down to, let's say, Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield, both the rosters are stacked. I'm still picking. I like Baker over him. I'd agree with that. He's just got more weapons to work with, and just seems like he might have a little more talent than Jared Goff. But I mean, it's kind of early in their careers to say. But I think I would go Baker over Goff as well. There. Do you like Odell this year? I know you're a big Odell guy. Do you like Odell? Oh, man, it's tough. I, I didn't really have him on many teams coming into last year, and then I drafted him on a few, trade away in a couple, and then in our league I kept him the whole year somehow. Seems like I had a trade offer every week, or trade offer slash screenshot. You know who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, fucking screenshots, yeah. motherfuckers. So it seems fucking like I should have traded him, but I just never got that value from him. Well, they said he was had a core muscle injury last year, so he wasn't 100% the whole year. He still finished with 1,000 yards. He had a 55% catch rate. So I feel like that's not very good as your number one receiver, only catching 
just over half the passes thrown his way just seemed like him and Baker were not on the same page at all. That's my issue with this. Um, with this coronavirus, not having uh, OTAs, not having a new system, I'm banking on the teams that were good last year and kept their roster. I'm banking on that those teams' rosters as studs coming off the first quarter to half of the season. So what I mean by that, I mean like the Kansas City who kept everybody. I'm drafting more Kansas City people than I will be drafting Cleveland Browns because it's a whole new system, a whole new language, a whole new everything. Plus they don't have OTAs. I'm rather take a team like who's going to be around with no new guys, maybe an off like you said an offensive player, like an offensive guard or offensive tackle you have to talk to a little bit. But for the main fantasy players, fantasy impact, I'm going with a team that Rosters stay the same last year. I like that call. That makes a lot of sense to me. Because you're not gonna have you're not gonna have, and that's another thing with these rookie quarterbacks or rookie uh, skill guys. They're gonna drop in your draft because these guys don't know what the fuck they're gonna be doing for the first quarter. First, I mean, OTAs are all bullshit. All bullshit be in, unless you're a rookie. You know what I mean? Or unless you're on a new team, or unless you're a new coach trying to like develop anything worth a damn. Stefanski's going to come in there and, yeah, they have the cool little YouTube shit right now, but you, their players aren't in there. You ain't talking to anybody. If you're Zooming, you know, that's going to be interrupted by a dude who's whacking off anyway. So, fuck, I mean, they're, the first month is going to be a clusterfuck, and I'm banking on the teams that already have their main hitters ready. They are ready to go. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, that was kind of the issue with Odell and Baker last year. They just couldn't get on the same page. Odell only had four touchdowns. I mean, a guy like Odell should have way more than four touchdowns in a season. Bro, they replayed that uh, that catch again. I was on watching it on the NF. I think it was the network or ESPN. Someone replayed that game. That fucking Odell's a stud, dude. God. Talking about the, like the one when he was in New York. The catch, the catch, yeah, the the reach back catch. But just watching him, he he has a gear and he has moves. I mean, he's a wide receiver one, but with an but as you can tell, like he gets flustered and he gets frustrated, and you can't do that in Cleveland. I mean, there's gonna be so many opportunities because it's Cleveland. You're gonna be you should be stepping off the plane just to be in Cleveland. You're already frustrated. So times that by 100 when you're playing like shit. I, I, yeah, I, I don't like any. I, they have so much talent. I don't like drafting any of them. The I was big on Chubb. Looking at it, I went. I I got my Chubb off on Chubb too soon. I don't like Kareem Hunt there. I wish they traded him or I wish someone picked him up. Because with him there, I don't know. I don't like, like you said, I'm the dumb fuck. I pick the wrong move every time. So if there's two running backs, I don't like, I can't I can't do it. Yeah, backfield is going to be tough to see what happens. Especially if we don't get some OTA training camp, like all those reports coming out. Because, I mean, Chubb had, uh, almost six yards shy of 1,500 yards last year, so and 36 catches. So he had a good stat line. He had some touchdowns. Bro, he's so good. But then Kareem Hunt came in and started getting all the catches, and he ended up with one more catch than Chubb had in eight less games. And they, But they never gave him the ball running. He, had, he never had more than nine carries in one game. So, But that's all with Freddie Kitchen calling the plays. Now we got Stefanski coming in. And without any reports coming or no OTAs, all this stuff, it's going to be hard to judge those two. I still like Chubb better, yep. obviously. He's the he's the main guy there. And Hunt's kind of like that third down, little breather guy. 
But yeah, man, Chubb is definitely falling a little bit for me right now as well. <sighs> it sucks because I want I, I want him to be like the guy. I mean, he's so good. But so is Kareem Hunt. Like you said, like rule number two: running backs have to catch passes. Yeah, they're both they're man. both top talents in the league. Like both only twenty four <laughs> years old too, so they got some time ahead of them. So they went and spent a shit ton of money on Hooper, who, by the way, I look back, one of the guys traded him for a bucket of balls like mid-season last year. He was, I mean, how many touchdowns did he catch? Ten? Ooh, that might be a little high. He was up there, though. Eight. Maybe eight. Anyways, they came, I don't, I mean, they still got Nojoku, who physically is a stud, but he hasn't panned out. He was injured. Yeah, he had. Oh shit! He only had six. It looked. It felt like ten. It felt like ten. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? He had an injury in the middle of the year. What he missed, like four or five games or something towards the end. So, I mean, he was definitely on pace the past ten. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, see, that's I knew that it was. It was he had. He was going to get what ten. You were saying, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but like the Najoku, who's a stud, who people were you know were high on before this past year, Austin Hooper, um, who can black better. And then, if I'm gonna pick a tight end, I, I gotta go Hooper because f- I feel like even if it doesn't matter, they always say like, "Oh, it doesn't matter what the the name is or the contract is." You know, we're gonna give everybody an opportunity. No, you paid the man; you're gonna give him the ball more. That's just how it goes, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm taking Hooper over Najoku. They're both I don't like either. Again, crowded backfield, the crowded tight ends. It's a one position. I don't like it. So I don't know. This whole team is. Stacked, but not stacked in fantasy, in my opinion. Yeah, they're stacked on paper. But, like you said, I would take Hooper over Njoku as well. Could see some two tight end sets. Get Njoku or Hooper. I mean, both of them could play, like, that big slot role. Because they don't really have a third receiver on their roster. I'm looking right now. I think Damian Ratley is their third receiver. That's cool, man. So, I mean, I could definitely see some two tight end sets out there. Get them some, you know, some seam routes, some ends over the middle. But it's hard to it's yeah. hard to expect much when you got two starting caliber tight ends there. My takeaway: Baker might be a steal at like the end of your draft if you need a quarterback. Um, anybody else? They've kind of fallen in line, but I think it's a high risk team. So if you're gonna go one Odell, have him. He could be really good, or he could be your wide receiver three at the end of the year that you paid for for wide receiver one. Same thing with Chubb. Um, or Hunt. I mean, I guess if you want both, hopefully one goes down an injury. That's a good handcuff, but that's a high price handcuff because Kareem Hunt's going to go high too. So I don't know. It's a weird team. It is. I mean, they're so good on paper. It's almost like uh, when you do a Madden franchise or something, you try to get the best players at positions. And it seems like Cleveland does that. They just go out and they get the best free agents, but you don't know if that fits their, uh, their play style and everything. So it'll be interesting. I think they'll be better than last year, but how much better remains to be seen. Yeah, I mean, they're in Cleveland for Christ's sake. It's The only thing I got from Cleveland, I had to go to the doctors and, you know, get my Z-Pack afterwards. I'm fucking leaveable. That was a, a uh, that was a STD joke, by the way. I was laying that one on there. Another one. Laying that one Another on one. there. Another one. Yeah. Alibi in, baby. Wrap up. <laughs> All right. We go from the Cleveland to the Steel Mills. The the steel curtain, the the miners and the the rust belt studs, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, what the? I think this is the sneakiest team 
in fantasy this year. In fantasy? What do you mean by fantasy? I was thinking sneaky real life, but what do you mean by fantasy? Because Big Ben's coming back? That's it. I'm a big, big Ben component when it comes to fantasy. That dude likes to stay in the pocket and chuck the rock. He did get like a Tommy John elbow surgery, which I'm kind of... That, that's definitely a red flag, but I feel like he's like a big, fat caveman and like doesn't get injured. Like he doesn't like get hurt. I mean, he's hurt all the time. He's always in a walking boot, always, in, but then always plays the game. I feel like he doesn't really like feel pain. Like I think he's gonna be fine. And if he is what he's back in the day, like what he was two years ago, this team, because um, all these guys are gonna drop. All these guys are gonna drop in fantasy, so you can scoop them up for cheap. I think they're gonna go off. They're gonna be my sneaky team of twenty twenty. Mark it down for the chump. We'll keep track of that one for you. We'll report back. All right. Juju Smith-Schuster, I think, is the flash in the pan. I don't like him. Who I do like is Deontay Johnson, though. Okay. Why do you like him? Because they drafted him. I mean, he's fast. He was. I mean, he was a good – he had a good, like – I don't know. I just like him. I like the way he looks. <laughs> And he doesn't have highlighted hair, bro. I like it. Um, I, I, did, I just I just checked it, too. I had to make sure he didn't have highlighted hair. I like him as a steal. I think he's going to be a stud. Uh, him and James Washington, when they're both out there, I can't really tell them apart. I like the whole team. I, I mean, Juju would be – if he's going to be good, I think. I just think there's going to be somebody else. There. I don't like him as your, your bell cow wide receiver in fantasy. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think Juju – he got drafted so high last year, second-round pick in most leagues. Almost a first-round pick in some leagues. I mean, with Big Ben, obviously he's going to look a lot better. Only played 12 games last year. I like him to bounce back, though. I just I think he might get overdrafted again from all the hype. But the way that Big Ben has done with his number one receiver, when he, when he had Antonio Brown, Mike Wallace, even maybe going back to Heinz Ward, he always seems to support one stud. San Antonio Holmes. Yeah, San Antonio Holmes. So he seems to get one stud receiver almost every year. And looking at the rest of the receivers, it's got to be Juju. This this is my – because they're going to drop. Because they were their whole team was dog. I mean, but the, they had the worst quarterbacks in it all. I mean, the entire year. I mean, the Mason Rudolph, the Devlin Hodges, the – those guys were horrible. And that leads me to a point. Like, they were so bad that James Conner couldn't do shit. Um, nobody on the whole roster could do shit. I wouldn't, I, like I said, this past year, I wouldn't touch anybody on the Steelers. I'm touching all of them this year, straight up. I like Eric Ebron pickup. He's a nice, sneaky tight end, too. James Conner, who they said they might draft a running back this year, or this might be his last year as, like, the guy. So he might be coming out balling, uh, handcuffed with Snell and Jalen Samuels. There's a lot of options for high-value picks in this. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying this is a team that is going to be, like, all number one on your roster. I'm talking about high-value picks that you're going to pick in the later rounds that might be a starter, might be a wide receiver two, might be a running back two, might be your flex. It might win you a fucking week. It might win you a motherfucking championship if you listen to me and put a Steeler on your roster. I'm telling you. Put it down. I like James Conner bounce back a little bit. I think he's got to stay healthy. Seems like almost every year he's getting some type of injury. And they never – I think this comes down to the quarterback play last year, but they never gave him more than 15 carries in a game, only twice. And one of them was Crazy. versus Miami. So I don't know if that really counts as a game. 
So, but yeah, they did say they might draft another running back. But I mean, the last three years they've drafted uh, Connor, which was three years ago. They drafted Samuels. They drafted Snell. So they've been picking running back. So I don't know if they're just going off the pattern there, or if they really think that they're going to let Connor walk and then they need a replacement for him. I mean, they churn him and burn him. I mean, they let Le'Veon do. You know, they're not going to pay you if you're not worth it. Oh yeah. I mean, so you don't pay Le'Veon, you're definitely not paying Connor. Hell no. And I think he's going to be dropping too. I, I like him as sneaky. It just like anything, running backs are if they stay healthy or not. And there's only been a couple throughout the years that is like worth, you know, like the Ezekiel Elliotts that like are going to guarantee you hopefully 13 to 14 games a season. You might have a game or two that, you know, either get suspended or or like sprained ankle. I mean, you know already know uh Saquon if an eight-week sprain is going to be a two-week sprain. So I'm banking on – I'd rather bank on something that stays healthy, but to get a, a value pick, when I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers as the value picks, James Conner's going to drop, and he could be a running back one. Yeah, I like that. I also like how uh, you mentioned Ebron. Picks him up. I think he could be uh, – not take your word or nothing, but sneaky this year. Yeah, could, sneaky. Uh, put up some big numbers in the red zone. You know, he's always good at – Catching touchdowns, he might not catch anything else, but it seems like in the red zone he turns it on. So he can get up, get some catches. They still got Vance McDonald there, so it might be another tight end split like we were talking about in Cleveland. But I do like Ebron as a sneaky player, like you would say. We've had – we're a Detroit fans, so we – he definitely – we I mean, a, I mean, I could sit him a bus for how high he went. Uh, he had a great year two years ago with uh, Luck. And didn't do shit last year. Just same old Ebron almost, you know, ankle injury. Then didn't seem like he wanted to be there type deal. Uh, hopefully, I mean, with the Steelers and their tight ends for, I think, throughout their the, uh, Big Ben's career, always had a solid tight end. Hopefully, you can just follow soon to sit down there and give me six touchdowns, five touchdowns in, in the season and be a nice tight end too to, you know, sub in every once in a while. But – I'm definitely not picking his ass up unless, you know, he's in my late rounds if I need a valued pick. Yeah, you definitely got to wait on it. He's not – I wouldn't be reaching for him or anything, but he's definitely one of their bigger receivers. I mean, Juju's not – what, Juju's maybe 6'2 or something. Their other guys are kind of six foot or under little speedsters, so he's definitely got the size. They got Ryan Switzer there too. Don't forget Another him. Another little fella. Yeah, man, they got uh, – they're all right. They're going to probably – I don't know what they're going to do in the, the draft, but like we said, it, this team has been around. They've, they've, all the parts have been there, and Big Ben's been there. So if you do need – especially without no OTAs, I think a Juju would be a good pickup and, and a value pick and everybody else on that roster just because of that. And maybe they get hot in the first month, and then you can get a trade for them while they're hot, or an injury goes down, and you can do something like that. But sneaky, sneaky, sneaky Steelers this year, boy. 2020, sneaky Steelers. There you go. There's your team name. No, don't. Yeah, we'll talk about the team names later. All right, dude. That was the that was the AFC. AFC. Overall, I think uh, AFC North. We both said the Ravens are going to take it. Um, kind of a clusterfuck with the Bengals, Browns, clusterfuck, but in a good way. A lot of a lot of studs, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Steelers are my sneaky pick. Um, I'm probably gonna 
don't again do everything I say and do the opposite. I'm the chump for a reason. Um, but we're over the AFC. Let's go to the NFC. This is the fun. This is us. This is our division. We're Lions fans. This is where we are. We know everybody. This is our home. Let's start with our fucking rivalries. Our horrible, horrible, horrible. I mean, I would say they're almost as bad or worse than the Lions running this past two years. Like as a as a team, is the Bears drafting, um, coaching philosophy. They're garbage. They're hot, and they went and go. They went and paid for Nick Foles rather than waiting for Cam Newton to get cut. Um, I was. What do you take on the Bears? Do you like them this year? Uh, man, it's, they're a weird team. Cause it was two years ago, they had a good year in Matt Nagy's first year, but last year he just seemed like out of sorts. Seemed like he was out coaching himself almost. Kind of had got that uh, Sean McVay vibe where. They come in hot their rookie coaching season, and the next year they take a step back. I don't know if it's the NFL figures out what they're doing and they're just not adjusting quick enough, or they're just out coaching themselves, thinking too hard about stuff, too much pressure to keep up from what they did the year before. But man, they're tough. I mean, I don't know who's gonna play quarterback. Is it gonna be Foles? Is it gonna be Trubisky? I don't really like either one of them. I mean, Foles has been no. on this is Foles 15. He's never played more than 13 games because he either loses the job or he gets hurt. It's just hard to trust either one. Trubisky hasn't really – he's got flashes here and there, but he's battled some injuries. He just doesn't seem like he's got it all together yet. Yeah, I mean, I think if Foles is the starter, you possibly put up wide receivers a little bit higher. But, again, who knows? They're, they're wide. I was surprised at how many targets. I looked up the targets, and Allen Robinson was top four, five in targets this past year, maybe top three. Um, he had a good year. He was the only buddy in that whole team that had a decent fantasy year. Um, but he's wide receiver 12 ranked right now. Um, I don't like their team. If you if you are going to pick somebody, um, I guess Allen Robinson's the guy to pick from last year. Um, reports are saying that they're going to go more run heavy. And, you know, David Montgomery fits that bill for a bell cow running back. But you got a gadget player in uh, Tariq Cohen there, who's a athletic stud, five nothing. But he's a freak of an athlete. And, but then they have like seven tight ends on their roster, and they paid money for Trey Burn, who I think is a bust. I think he had one decent good little run with Eagles, and they just paid money for Jimmy Graham, who, who I don't know what their fuck like, who one doesn't block for a damn, and two is not fast and not, not. Athletic at all anymore because of his injuries. I don't get this whole team. The roster's garbage. I'm staying away from every bear. Yeah, I think you said Allen Robinson's about the only guy you could kind of trust. And he finally played 16 games after missing some time. He had that ACL like week one a couple years ago. If you want to count that as lost season. But I mean, last year almost 100 catches, only seven touchdowns. I'd like that to go up a little bit. I think Foles could possibly help him a little more. It seems like Foles might be able to throw better than Trubisky, but either way, I don't see one of these quarterbacks lasting all 16 games as a starter. I feel like it's going to be a battle between the two all season long. It's kind of like when you bring a quarterback in, you're creating a controversy yourself because once that quarterback has a two or three interception game, all the fans, everybody's going to be asking, oh, let's see the other guy. We want to see the other guy. And then it's just back and forth from there on out. And it's hard when you don't have a – solidified quarterback on your roster 
Yeah, and then it's just like a wide receiver. Let's say Allen Robinson likes how Mitch runs their offense, and once if, if Foles comes in there, it's a whole different way it's run, ran. It's a different, different ball, different. Uh, you know, every uh, let's say like Cam Newton had um, Greg Olson as his safety blanket. Every quarterback has a safety blanket, and if it's not Allen Robinson for uh, Nick Foles, I mean Allen Robinson's gonna be pissed off. And like you said, I'm just gonna give controversy throughout the locker room, and like they're like coming up. They even said right away it's like gonna be a competition. Like. You just paid. You just got Nick Foles for a reason. Why just be like he's our quarterback, and then have the, all the whole team just trust him? And like go for it. And Mitch is the backup, but they're not. They're making a competition, which I think is is negative and it's wrong, and it makes everybody look like shit um, on that team. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like anybody else on that team besides Allen Robinson. Maybe David Montgomery. Tariq Cohen had a decent like six weeks, like two years ago, and then who? No. Nobody. Yeah. You can pick them if you want. I'm not. Yeah, I felt hard for that David Montgomery hype last offseason and preseason. I picked him in a lot of leagues. I thought he was the man. He's just, he had great college state, made a lot of people miss, and then just didn't have that speed, it seemed like, in the NFL. I don't know if it was – I think it was a little bit on him and a little bit on play calling, just not putting him in good positions. But the GM – Where's he from? Iowa State, yep, right? Iowa State Cyclones. Get the it. GM, Brian Pace, he backed him as – you know, the lead back, lead running back on the team. Well, yeah, with Siri Cohen there, he's going to get those catches. He had 79 catches last year, seven, 71 the year before. But somehow he had 300, almost 300 less yards last year. And just I, that just keeps bringing me back to Nagy as his coach, like what he's doing there. I think he's got to pick it yeah, up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm with you. They're boring to talk about. I don't give a shit. They're, you know, I'm glad they're bad. I'm hopefully they stay bad. Their defense obviously has, you know, a Hall of Famer already, and and Mac, who's a f- stud, and then they lost a couple guys though. Um, but other than that, I, maybe they can, maybe Foles can turn it around. But I'm not looking f- forward to watching them. I think they're going to be another shit storm this year. Yeah, I'm over the Bears. Good. Let's not talk about them. <laughs> Let's talk about Frick Darnit Shucks, another Frick Darnit Shucks guy, and Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. I think this team is better without Diggs there. I think this team it opens it up more. I think my I like I wish I had Thielen. I like Thielen this year a lot. I want I want him in my roster. I want him in my team. Is but hey, hold up, I gotta check. Is his is that real blonde? Do we know? I think he's a little bit a little light light brown, maybe dirty blonde. So I think you're good. I think he's he's eligible yeah. to be on the Chunks team. Alright, cool. Yeah, I agree with you. All I right, think Thielen's prized for another big year. It seemed like last year he was having or going to have a big year, and then he had that hamstring injury, kind of slowed him down. So I think without Diggs, it'll be nice to see him as the number one. I do think they're going to bring in another guy during the draft for a receiver because they don't really have a second or third one right now. So we'll see who that is. They just got Taj Sharp. It's Taj Sharp, right? Like I said, they don't really have anybody. <laughs> oh, so you don't like Taj Sharp? Uh, no. I mean, he's no, he's I'm okay. with you. I'm he's with a, you. He's I'm a good you. football player. He can play football, but he's not a fantasy guy. You want on your team, and that's what we're here for. You know, we're all about that fantasy life. That's why I like though that. So bring it. If you have a wide receiver one in Thielen, who I think is is going to get a shit ton of passes because Kirk Cousins really likes him. That's his safety blanket. You're gonna, they're gonna get a wide receiver in the draft, possibly, 
It's going to take him a year or so to get fully acclimated into the Minnesota Vikings offense. And it's a new offense, right? Because Stefanski was the offensive coordinator, right? Uh, technically, yeah, it is a new because they had Gary Kubiak. He was there last year. I think he was an offensive assistant or something they called him. Okay, so the they have the, so it's kind of the same kind of. It might just be some different terminology or something. Different guy calling the plays, but I think the same system. So strike Adam Thielen while it's hot this year because they're probably gonna get pick up a stud wide receiver, but it's gonna take him a year. And I don't trust any rookie wide receivers in NFL. Um, Allen. Adam Thielen's going to be a fucking stud this next year. I want him on my team. Hands off, everybody. Hey, it'd be tough to get him from that number one yeah. spot. I'm not going to take him. I mean, uh, hopefully he drops. Yeah, come, there's a lot of there's a lot of wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, This roster is, is – I think they're the, the best in this division, in my opinion. I think Delvin Cook and the, the – the ultimate handcuff in Alexander Madison. Um, these these come as a pair. If you're gonna if you're gonna draft Cook, you gotta pick up Madison and keep him on your roster the entire year. I would agree. He, I mean, Cook. He had a big year last year. Did miss a couple games at the end of the year, which is when you kind of need him the most. And then Madison, I believe, got hurt as well. And then that guy named oh, your Uber driver, Boom! your Uber driver, came yeah. play two games. So. I do like Cook. I'm going to call him up again, man. He can make a quesadilla, dog. I tell you what, he can deliver it. Ah! Oh, yeah. You need no quesadillas in your life. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like Cook, though. I think he's going to be uh, the top eight pick in fantasy. I mean, what's he running back four right now? Yeah, running back four, fifth overall. So, he can, he's probably going to go top seven, I would say, would be the latest you would take him. It seems like. I like yeah, it. It seems like yep. McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke are going to go. And then it's kind of how you feel on Cook or Kamara. Maybe you're feeling Derrick Henry. If you had Michael Thomas or Delvin Cook and you go Michael Thomas, I'm going to smack you in the mouth. Delvin Cook is is a is that tier. He's the Chris McCaffrey. He's the Barkleys. He's the Zeke's. Uh, I'm not touching a Michael Thomas over Delvin Cook this next year. I, I'm a big Delvin Cook opponent. I think he's a stud. I wish... I wouldn't have the first pick because, I mean, it's a guaranteed number one C-Mac, in my opinion. Um, but if I was flirting that th- that three to six range, I- and I might take him over Zeke, bro. I'm telling you. Delvin Cook is that dude. He is. And, I mean, Mike Zimmer loves running the ball. They play good defense. Yep. So, he's going to get the carries. He had over 1,600 total yards last year. He had uh, – didn't even realize this, but he had 53 catches as a running back. Yep. That's pretty good for one of those top yep. running backs. So, I agree. Dude, He's up there, man. Zimmer fucking hates Kirk Cousins. So, Kirk Cousins, don't make fucking mistakes. Give me a screen pass to Delvin Cook. And that's what Mike Zimmer's saying in his ear right there. Hey, hey, shucks, boy. Hey, just dump it off to my bell cow running back and shut up while my defense wins us the games. It worked pretty well for the most part last year. So, we might as well keep it going. All right, and the sneaky tight ends. I think Irv Smith is going to be sneaky tight end for Minnesota this year. They got him in the second round from Alabama last year. Um, Rudolph had a strangely like killer like couple weeks stretch. He's solid tight end for uh, fantasy as like a waiver wire pickup. I think Irv Smith's going to take over. It's going to be his second year um, in the offense, and he's going to and he's an he's an athletic stud. I think he's going to set it off. J- Jada Pinkett. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that call. 
I think it's kind of similar. I mean, we talked about these two tight end teams, but this one kind of seems a little different where Rudolph's kind of on his way out. I mean, there were some trade rumors about him last year, so we might even see Bro, did see you that. do you see the chicklets on Kyle Rudolph too? The motherfucker has a mouth on him. Dude, all these fucking Irish dudes are just mouthy, mouthy ones. I mean, we got a guy that passed out with a frosty in his hand in our draft, and his mouth kept moving. He thought he was eating it. He was eating his frosty in his dreams. Another Irish loud mouth. These, this guy is just look at the Rudolph as chompers, man. Look at the chicklets on this guy. Anyways, go. He's go. Keep talking. I'm sorry. It's tough to follow that up, but yeah, I like Smith. I think he, with Diggs gone, opens up a lot of targets in the receiving game. I can see those going to Smith. Yeah, I like that's a, that's one of my sneaky guys. I got a bunch of you sneaky guys this year, but Irv, Irv is a sneaky one. All right, all right. We talked enough about Minnesota. Let's talk to the, you know, the 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 faithful, the cheesehead faithful with their. They're holier than now. Jesus Christ himself, A-Rod, is, you know, future Hall of Famer, best quarterback of all time in their opinion. Uh, he's all right. All right. Let's talk about the Packers. Um, I think they're going to regress this year. They weren't that good this I don't like them. I, they make it to the, what, they made it to the NFC championship game? Yeah, they were pretty good last year. I don't. I think they're going to, I think they're going to take a step back. Yeah, I can see that. It seemed like their offense was way too conservative. It seemed like their defense was carried them a little more than I actually thought. You know, Rodgers only had 26 touchdowns passing, so it seems like that's a little low for him. Bro, he's not that good anymore, man. He's not that good anymore. I don't know if it was – I'm not, like, saying he's not, like, that good. He's definitely fucking good, but he's not – I think what was really, like – about him was his foot. His footwork was insane. He could scramble a little bit. He's getting old. Like he had three years that he had to wait for breath. Like he's not that young. Oh, yeah. And their team just—if I don't know—you can tell. I don't like him this year. I think Aaron Jones is going to go so high, and people are going to be so disappointed in him. Yeah, I think the the Rogers downfall in his stats, maybe gameplay, it's kind of linked to their offensive. Weapons. It seems like when Rodgers was in his prime, you know, they had uh, they had Devontae Adams, they had Jordy Nelson, they had Randall Cobb. They were all in their kind of prime years as receivers. Adams was just coming up. Yep. And now it's really just Adams, and that's it. I mean. Yeah, they're definitely going to pick somebody in the draft. They just need more weapons out there. Aaron Jones had 16 rushing touchdowns last year, so that kind of took away from Rodgers passing. But that just comes back to their offense just kind of being a little conservative, just running a little bit more. Like when you got a guy like Rodgers, you just kind of got to drop back and sling it sometimes. Let the man throw it. Added Funches in the offseason. I don't really expect much there. He's basically just Jimmy Graham. Same thing. You don't think he's sneaky? No, I'm not. I'm not a Devin Funches believer. Oh. He's just a, he's Kelvin Benjamin. That's all he is. What about ooh that fat fuck? <laughs> Dude, he he fucked me like twice. Oh, did, God. Did, you, did he take you out to dinner first? or? No, that's just big rod right up my ass. No, Damn. yeah, just no lubrication either. Just was really rough about it. Oh, Sorry to bring that up. Yeah, it's not big. It's all right. 
All right, and their tight end is Mercedes. Like they're going, I think they have to get a tight end too. In the, I don't know what else they're going to do. Oh uh, well, I, I mean, Devon. They drafted Jay Sternberger. I think is how you say it. Last year, and he was all right in college. Put up uh, ten touchdowns, over eight hundred yards in his final season. So they're kind of talking him up a little bit. He might be someone to watch for later rounds. A little tight end sleeper for you. Wait, you don't like Devin Funches, but you like Sternberger? I would. I would rather talk Man. up Sternberger than talk up Funches. I you, think I got a you better percentage of being right on Sternberger than I do on Funches. I think Funches is just not – he's just a journeyman wide receiver. If the dude wasn't – was he 6'5", 6'6"? If he's not 6'5", 6'6", yeah. this dude's not in the league. Sternberger, interesting. Hmm? <laughs> so they're going to go – okay, Do Devonta Adams is ranked wide receiver two this next year. He gets the balls. He gets the targets. I don't like him. I I don't like we said before. I like. I mean, if it's between Devonte Adams and Tariq Hill, watchability factor. Learn that from Kamish. Oh, yeah. I'm going Tariq Hill, bro. I like Tariq Hill over Adams. Um, I like. I'm just gonna say I like their offense over Packers offense. And I don't get a twist. Devonte Adams is an animal. He's a dog. Um, I just I just don't think this. I think it's going to take another year for them to get another. St- I don't know who they have is going to go off. Devontae is there, but they have to have somebody else to get off the pressure. And it was like last year, they threw in Lizard, Lazard. Mm-hmm. Um, they threw in Allison. They threw in all these guys, uh, MVS. Uh, and none of them could help out Devontae Adams. Like nobody opened it up for him. Um, so the pressure's on Devontae. Maybe that's sexy for you. Maybe it's not because. Like you said before, he got that injury and kind of, you know, fucked everybody that picked him high. So who knows? I don't. I'm not putting trust in him this next year. Yeah, I think it was a disappointing season for him, being as he was pretty much drafted as wide receiver one or two last year. And three years previous, he had more than ten touchdowns each season, and last year he only had five. He had that turf toe in the middle of the season, kind of in the beginning. He had that. Well, he, was, he was struggling weeks like one through two or three, I think it was, and then they played Philly. And he went off for like almost 200 yards, and he, then yeah. he got hurt in that same game. And then from then on, he just seemed like he was struggling a little bit. So I like him to bounce back. I do think wide receiver two is a little high for him. I would agree. I would go Tyreek over him. I would debate Hopkins. I'd go Julio over him. And I don't even like Julio. I think Julio probably over him, just because I'm a big Julio guy. But I think he's right around the, no shit. DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans, if you want to throw him back in there. You'd think he's right in that range. Yeah. Maybe that, like, back end of Tier 2, beginning of Tier 3 spot for him. Yeah, I'm putting him over Hopkins, just the the new offense factor. Um, and I'm putting – yeah, so I'm, I'm putting him wide receiver 5, 4, 4. Yeah. Um, I, like, I like Julio, obviously, with the – I like having – I like off the offenses – Atlanta and KC over at the Green Bay offense right now. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I was, I'm taking him still high as far if you're in that middle round. If you don't want a running back, he's definitely one of the wide receivers to get first round, but there's a couple I think ahead yeah. of him. I mean, they got another guy, Aaron Jones. He's ranked in the – he's RB7 right now. He's ranked as a first-round pick. He had a big year last it's year. crazy. 16 <laughs> rush touchdowns, three receiving, over 1,500 yards. 
Bro, these there'd be some knuckleheads picking him so high. I can't wait. I like, I'm so anti Aaron Jones, man. I'm sorry. I like the I like him as a player. I think he's super talented. But I do agree he's kinda overpriced right now. Bro, he had sixteen touchdowns last year? Sixteen rushing, three receiving, yes. Yeah, bro, that ain't happening again. I'm sorry. No, it's it's hard to repeat that. I mean that's like Mark Ingram. He had 15 rushing. We talked about that early. He just, it's hard to repeat those numbers as a running back. We saw, we'll talk about him next week, but Adam Kamara's first two seasons had 14 or 15 touchdowns, and then last year just came back to earth. So we see it all the time. Yeah, I can definitely see it for Jones. I don't like him in the first round where he's going right now, but, man, it would be tough to pass him up if I, if he fell to the end of the first for me, that 12-13 turn. And, like, Jamal Williams is going high. Like, not high, high, but he's, like, a high, like – um handcuff that a lot of people are getting. I I I can see them getting a running back in in the draft and fucking this whole thing up or, you know, getting like a Devontae Freeman cheap or something like that where like that whole Aaron Jones like rated ranked is gonna drop. Either by by training camp it's gonna drop. I don't there's no way he's gonna get be that high. And maybe he is. Maybe he stays high. Maybe dummies pick him up. But I don't like him next year. Something's going to happen. I don't know what. But I think something's going to change. I don't know why I don't like him. Like you said, like he had monster year. I just don't see him as, you know, the Delvin Cooks, the big names and staying up there. He might. I think he's a flash in the pan. It's my, like, phrase of the, the week, flash in the pan. I said, like, five times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's good. He's a good player, but I didn't think he'll drop. I think LaFleur said a few times last year that he wants to run a committee or a two-back backfield. So that was, once those coach talks get up, preseason, training camp and stuff, I think he'll price will drop a little bit. Yep. All right, I'm done talking about the fucking cheeseheads. They're whatever. Do you like Aaron Rodgers as a fantasy quarterback this next year? This year? I don't. Uh, I do. I, I don't. He's not what he used to be. What obviously, he's not. He's not one of those QB one, QB twos every year. Like he's a value pick, though, bro. You're right. You're right. I mean, let's see what he's, he's ranked QB eight right now, behind Josh Allen. I feel like I would almost want Rodgers instead of Allen if they're going to be that close to each other. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think that's where he's rated. The name value alone will bring his uh, draft price up. People see, you know, you get in the sixth, seventh, eighth round, you still see Aaron Rodgers on the board. You're like, well, I gotta get him. He's sweet. So, I think his price yeah. will go up a little bit. But I do like him. I think he's going to put up numbers. Huh. Interesting. I, I like him. I just, I, again, watchability. Why would I want to root for, like, the pack of A-Rod? You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to pick rivalry uh, fantasy people, like fantasy players. It's hard for me to be like, get an Aaron Jones, get a Devontae, and they root for him. Like, go, Pat, go. Yeah, woo. Yeah, it's hard to root for them sometimes, but. It's also hard God. to root for this next team here, the Lions. What should we think about them? All right, ladies and gents. I hate them again. I do not like this team. Um, I've tried, and I'll tell you straight up. I'm a like in the what is it called like a in inside quarterback or inside football for whatever it's gonna be called. Um, I've been my mock drafts had me getting Galladay like four times, and I've picked like he was like one of the guys that I've picked up, and I do I like I like him a lot. I just don't know. I have no clue. 
I think he's the most consistent fantasy guy they have. And he's I mean, he's bound to break out again. I think this was his third year. And he's only like improved and he's only been a he's been a stud ever, like ever since we got him. He's one of our sneaky, sneaky good draft picks that we've had in the past five years. Um the team is the I don't like it. I don't like their team right now. Um, and I've been maybe it's a good thing. Maybe because I've been so like optimist, like like optimistic about them the past couple of years, and they've been dog shit every year. Um, maybe this like me being negative will turn it into a positive, but I doubt it. Um, I think Kenny Galladay is the only guy you can touch. Um, and like again, if if Matt Stafford's there in the you know the late twelfth round, thirteenth round, I'm picking his ass up. If I have Galladay too, if I'm drafted Galladay, I like that one-two combo. Um, carry on. I don't know. Do you like any of the, these guys? I don't know. Yeah, kind of with you. I'm kind of torn on if I like them or not. I don't think their offense is where it needs to be. I think as an overall, they need more speed out there. It seems like Galladay, Marvin Jones, Amendola, Hawkinson, that receiving core is just not built around speed. It's kind of just possession receiver types. But, and you got Matt Stafford, man. He can sling it. He's pretty much the definition of a gunslinger out there in the NFL. Just finds a way to throw for almost 300 yards a game, it seems like. But he's a perfect example of why you can wait on a quarterback in fantasy. Yep. He's just one of those late guys. That exactly. He's going to put up numbers. That, I mean, the Lions might suck. But might, probably will. I mean, it's the Lions. But they still put up fantasy numbers just because they're throwing all the time. He was having a good year last year. I mean, he's kind of drafted as a it's a really good year. Kind of drafted as a backup, fantasy wise, and then turned into like an every week starter almost until he had that back injury. So if he can stay healthy again, it'd be great. But I agree, man. It's it's a prove it year kind of for me for Matt Patricia and Bobby Quinn. I feel like they've been building this team it's for a few yet. years, getting their players, getting the the expatriates, getting all those guys, and add a lot to the defense this off season. Just random guys here and there. Random Patriots. Yep, random ex-Patriots. Now we just need some playmakers on offense. I think we just need some speed out there. That's what we're really lacking. Carry on. He's good. He's got skills. He's just not that fast, dude. And, and he just doesn't stay healthy. Like, he doesn't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's two years in a row now. He can't finish the season because he gets hurt. And then we're run. If they don't draft a running back, uh, like, this offense will crumble. I don't, like, fantasy-wise – I'm not trusting Carrion. He was supposed to have last year. He was like the guy. Like everybody draft Carrion. He's gonna have a breakout year. Even when he was in, their offense still didn't look that good. Like he didn't. He hasn't. Like you look at even like a Austin Eckler. You look at a, a Miles Sanders who was a rookie last year. Like having these games, like breakout games. I haven't seen one from Carrion. Yeah, he's had decent games. You know, over like 100 yards rushing. Like cool. Like he did. Like you're the first running back who's done it. I don't give a fuck. They like, should be doing that every fucking at least 10 games out of the season. Um, and the only guy that's worth talking about, like who's had breakout games, who's been a stud, has been Kenny Galladay, and even like a Marvin Jones, who's had sleeper ass games, you know, giving you two touchdowns, three touchdowns in a game. Um, I don't know, and a fucking bullshit ass thing that my dumb brain is doing is T.J. Hawkinson is the sl- another sleeper that I'm I'm drafting in my late rounds, and I don't know why. Like who fucking what he's he's not done shit to show me anything. Um, it's just I know where he was drafted. I know what we we paid for, and I've been picking him up in my in my mocks. And I don't I I I want him to be sneaky, but I don't fucking know. I think he's gonna be a bust again. And I'm just 
I'm I'm all right. I'm not crying yet. I'm good though. Yeah, all right over there. You good? I'm a little emotional. I'm t- taking it. It's yeah. tough talking about the home squad, you know. <sighs> They're horrible, Tom. They're horrible. Yeah, I'm with you on Hawkinson, man. I think he's got some skills. You know, you would expect a bigger year coming after his first year. He's kind of struggled a little bit with some injuries and just, you know, kind of getting the NFL grind down. I like him a little bit. He's one of those late guys you just throw a dart at tight end, hope you hit. You know, hopefully he's this yep. year's maybe Darren Waller or some, somebody that comes in. Yes. He's a top five tight end. That's my thought process as well. But, yeah, Marvin Jones – Catches touchdowns here and there. He's great in the red zone. Just doesn't really seem to put up that many yards and catches every year. Just kind of touchdown base, and it's hard to rely on only touchdowns as a receiver. And like you said about Carrion, man, he's got to stay healthy. But yeah, Bo Scarborough came in at the end of last year. He ran pretty hard. But, I mean, he's just he's like a Derrick Henry wannabe. You know, he's a big dude. He can run, but he can't catch. And you don't want you don't, yeah, he's a poor you man. Don't want to put a – you know, a running back out there that can't catch because in the defense is like, oh, well, either running it, maybe you throw a play action, but yeah, I think I just think they need another playmaker, if not two more, on this team. And that's the thing is like, fantasy wise, they say they say they draft another running back. I mean, so now that's a crowded backfield with Carry on there. It's an RBC. Let's say they get another wide receiver if they need like a a fast speedster. He needs. You know, OTAs, he needs, you know, grass, the offense. I don't know what their offense is pretty dead. So maybe he, you know, maybe they complicated a little bit more this next year. But, I mean, it's going to be another two to three years to get a fan, like a, a proper fantasy guy that's not Kenny Galladay or Matt Stafford. Um, and that's why this team fucking sucks. Yeah, they're, they're tough to root for, man. I mean, I feel like as Lions fans, we're so quick to – get on the hype train with them but then we're so quick to jump off you know like we're so hype and then week two week three when they have a shitty game we're like all right well that's the season and that's just kind of the life we live as lions fans it's tough out here yeah i mean i i, I don't i don't get their offense i don't l- like their offense because it's you know th- what this whole this past year they were they were leading like what eleven games, twelve? I don't know what this crazy stat, but they lost all of them. Like, it was crazy. It was like they find a way to lose games, and I think this has been their mo. And the whole culture change by sweaty Matt Patricia and like him trying to be like, oh, we're we're practicing outside, blah blah hard. Like you're not, you don't, you gotta earn that, dude. Like, and you haven't. So shut your mouth, win some fucking games, and then you can be a hard ass. But other than that, shut up and win. I'm with you. He's got to prove it. You know, he he was riding. I won't say ride the coattails of Belichick, but when you're on Belichick's squad and you get your own job, I mean, how many of these dudes have actually worked out? How many ex-Patriots coach have gone on to be a head coach and it's actually worked out well for him? Not one. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, I can't. None come to my head right now. I'm sure there's a couple out there. Maybe, maybe Vrabel, and he wasn't even like a. He was a player. He wasn't even a coach for him. You know what I mean? Like, uh. The dude in Miami possibly might be, but it's like maybe you don't know. But nobody like in the the past, mm-hmm. so it, it comes down to like, and then them draft or picking up every old Patriot, like they're they're off the Patriots for a reason. They're the the they know how to cut players. They know how to let go of players. They've done it for twenty years straight. They let the best quarterback. They want to let the best quarterback go five years ago. They know what they're doing, and why we're picking up their scraps. I don't understand it. Be your own man. Be your own, you know, 
stop grabbing on these little safety blankets. Like, oh, I know this guy, so let's pick him up. And, like, maybe he can, like, help me, like, preach, you know, my word. It's like, no, make your, like, create your own MO. Create your own culture. And he hasn't. He tries to mimic shit. And it bothers me so damn much because you're fake. And phony, pro athletes know phony. They can read it. They can smell it. They can they can't trust you now, dude. Like you've already lost, I think, the trust because you traded away all the all the captains or cut all the captains, and now you bring in your own guys. And you're gonna, and if you lose again, you're out. And then we just got a clusterfuck of old Patriots now in a row. Like, come on, man, this is whack. I'm just this is lame. Yeah, done talking about. I feel them. you, man. I feel like there's a discussion to be had at another time about a way to coach. Whether you bring in the guys that you know fit or have been in your system before, so you can run the same system. Well, you just bring in the best players you can, and you adjust your system to those players. And I feel like yep. the the latter is what I kind of believe in. But you know, what do I know? I'm just sitting on my desk talking about fantasy sports. So exactly. Damn, Kamish, we just ran through it all, baby. North NFC and ASC. Hopefully, you folks picked it up, learned some things, learned the sneaky guys that I like. Learn who I like and who Kamish likes and do the opposite of what I'm saying and do what Kamish is saying and what he's doing, okay? Never listen to me. I have not won a damn thing. You got you got Good. the comedic factor going for you. Ah, it's fake. You know, I'm fake funny. You know, I'm trying. I'm like, I'm Matt Patricia. I got to start, I got to start being real funny. You know what I mean? I feel it, man. We'll, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. We'll be doing the, the last division breakdown before the draft here. Two weeks to the draft. Getting kind of excited for that. Ooh, we need some sports excited. in our lives. So we'll see you boys next Golly. week. NFC, AFC South. We'll be all set. AFC. Let's go, baby. All right, Mish. All right. Catch you next time. Peace.